Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon outside. We are five days away from the start of the 2023 NRL Telstra Premiership season. And I'm currently going through all my season previews. Before Tuesday night, I would have covered every team. So check those out as they drop. And I'm going to predict in these videos where I think each of these teams are going to finish in 2023. I've already covered eight teams, including the Dragons... The Titans, the Tigers, the Bulldogs, Manly. Everyone that finished outside of the top eight last year, and I've you know, talked about how they can improve in 2023. Today we're going to be looking at the Dolphins, the newest team, the brand new 17th team entering the NRL this year. And I didn't know where exactly to put them because I'm covering it based on where he finished last year. I didn't want to leave them to the end, so we're going to put them smack bang in the middle between last year's bottom eight and top eight, and you know, it's it's not lost on me that next Sunday afternoon, the Dolphins play their first game against the Sydney Roosters, and it's going to be an occasion, that's for sure, it's going to be a, a very special moment, I'm looking forward to it, and um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about where the Dolphins are going to finish this year, and a lot of talk about how they can go in their first season, they've got Wayne Bennett as their coach. You know, he's the master coach, the greatest coach of all time. But, you know, in any sporting, you know, business or organization in general, usually when a new team enters the block, it takes a little bit of time to get that team up and running. A few years to, you know, establish what you want to be as a club, where you want to go. The obvious exception in the NRL is the Melbourne Storm. They finished third in their first year and won the premiership in their second year. But there can be conversations out there, I guess, of whether the NRL has made life a little bit difficult to the Dolphins. I mean, they pretty much got put on the same level uh, playing field as everybody else, but without the reputation that the other clubs have. So they've struggled to get that star power over. Wayne Bennett struggled to attract that star power, but he's gotten a lot of handy recruits, some you know veteran forwards at the back end of their career, but still with plenty to offer in the NRL, and some young and exciting playmakers. So... In that regard, in terms of their playing squad, they yes, they don't have that superstar, but I think what they've got is they've got grit, they've got that Wayne Bennett magic about them, and the young playmakers, they'll get better throughout the year. I mean, Sean O'Sullivan has been a revelation over the last few years when he played for Penrith, but going to a whole new organization, the pressure's going to be on him, same as Isaiah Katoa, Anthony Milford if he's the start, um, and you know someone like the Hammer even, and Jeremy Marshall King, they get a chance to really cement first grade spots for themselves. So it's an exciting year. Um, you know, as I mentioned, that the occasion's going to be huge. Even when the Dolphins came into, uh, sorry, the Titans came into the comp back in 2007, you know, in their third and fourth seasons, they uh, they made the top four. But historically, in their the history of the Gold Coast Titans, they've pretty much been strugglers. But even with a club like Gold Coast in their first 15 years of existence, they haven't exactly taken off. That experience and that emotion and that feeling of that first ever NRL match that they played back in round one 2007 against the St. George Illawarra Dragons, who, you know, at that point in time were one of the big contenders in the NRL. It was a, it was a magical moment. And, you know, I thought the NRL might give the Dolphins a little bit of a tough draw, uh, an easier run into the start of the season. But no, they've gone straight into the Sydney Roosters. They're going to be the first opponents for this new organisation. And, you know, their trial form has been a little bit sketchy. A lot of questions are getting asked about exactly what the, the Dolphins can do. 
in their first ever season, and you know they're favourites to win the wooden spoon. I think that's a little bit over the line, in my opinion. I think they can do some really good things this season, and I think that you never underestimate the super coach. You look at the roster he's put around him. He hasn't put the flashy players around to start this organisation. He's putting the guys that are going to do the hard work and the guys that have got a reputation of you know being professionals, and that's all Wayne Bennett does. The the young kids can be matured, and you know eventually the big key signings will come. But this first year is all about setting up who the Dolphins want to be, their identity, and playing a good brand of football. And just you know instead of winning, the expectation being to win all their games, just be a very hard team for opposition to beat. Don't let them score easy tries, and just compete every single game. And I think Wayne Bennett's going to have these guys up and rolling for round one. I think the emotion's going to be high, and I know they're versus one of the premier teams in the NRL and the Sydney Roosters. I'm not saying they're going to beat them, but I'm saying it's possible. And I think that, you know, with the emotion behind it, the, a brand new organization to be a part of history in the making, I think that, uh, you know, we could see something special and some special Dolphins performances throughout the year, no doubt about it. So, you know, I'm excited to see how they go. I'm excited for next Sunday. And if we look at their predicted round one team, as I mentioned, all the criticism in the media about this Dolphins team and the NRL, you know, haven't helped them get that big fish. Well, they've still got a pretty formidable team on paper, in my opinion. At fullback, they've got Hemiso Tabai Fado. They've got uh, Jermaine Asako and Robert Jennings on the wingers. Uh, as the wingers, they're not, you know, bad first graders. They're looking to uh, for a fresh start and to cement first grade spots. Tessie New and New and Aiken in the centres. You and Aiken's, you know, done wonderful things at the at the Warriors the last few years. And Tessie New again, a lot of potential in the halves, according to NRL. NRL.com, they reckon Milford and Sean O'Sullivan will be the halves. I've actually heard some mail because Milford seems to be down on confidence the last few years and there's you know a lot of talk about hopefully Wayne Bennett can get him back to his best. A lot of eyes have been on him, but because of that poor trial form, I actually hear Isaiah Katoa, the young former Penrith player who went through all the grades at Penrith, could be starting with Sean O'Sullivan in round one, which would be huge, two rookie halves leading this new organization into the future. In the forward pack, again, this forward pack, nothing to sneeze at. They've got a lot of a lot of guys that have played a lot of years in the NRL and, and know how to win and, and win premierships. And, uh, you know, Jesse Bromwich is the prop and will be their captain. Tom Gilbert is the other starting prop. Jeremy Marshall King as hooker and the second roles, Felice Cafusi and Kenny Bromwich. They bring in, you know, three of the Storm's top gun forwards and Melbourne have got a... Search to close that gap, but they'll be you know invaluable for that experience factor for the Dolphins. I mentioned a team like the Canterbury Bulldogs in these season previews, and now I think they don't have enough experience. I think that the Dolphins do have a lot of experience, you know, with leaders in their side that can really step up and and hold the young guys accountable and teach them, and you know, be and those young guys can really lean on them for experience and be proteges to some of these uh, you know veteran players in the squad. Lock Ray Stone, another hard worker, and on the bench, Cody Nicarima, Herman SASE, Mark Nichols, who, you know, has been a revelation at Siasta and, you know, really revitalized his career there, and Jared Wallace, who we know is a hard worker and, you know, he's played Origin before, that he's been a solid, you know, part of the Gold Coast system for five to ten years. Outside of that 17, we've got the guys like Branko Lee, Edric Lee's Hurt, uh, Valence T. Ware, who's got a lot of raps on him, Gildart. Jack Bostock's a good young incumbent, and they've only filled 26 out of 30 of their roster spots. So I expect a few of these young Redcliffe players to come through the system up there and, you know, throughout the course of the year, 
We see it in the NRL all the time, halfway through the season. People aren't happy. They're looking to get ahead of their club. I expect the Dolphins will probably pick up a few more NRL caliber recruits, people that have experience in the NRL throughout the course of the year that, that want a you know, fresh start and a change. I've heard rumors that you know they're after Tom Flegler for 2024. They've offered him $800,000 a year, which is overs. But at the same time, the Dolphins are going to have to pay overs to get these players and they just signed Herbie Farnsworth for next year. So the future's looking bright for there for the Dolphins, but obviously 2023, it's all about laying down the foundations at the club, and you know I think they will win games. I think they will be competitive. You look at that 1-17, to I don't think it's the worst 1-17 to in the competition at all. I think the forward pack's really good. Jerry Marshall King was playing some really good football at the Bulldogs, and you know I know they've got Reed Marnie in, but I'm excited to see what Marshall King can do at the club, especially combining with Sean O'Sullivan, who I think is one of the best pure game managers in the NRL, and that's only seen a handful of games from him. I think he can do big things at the Dolphins this year. And, you know, sure, there's some question marks about the outside backs, and the, obviously the club doesn't have the, the most depth at the moment in terms of guys that have that experience factor. They've got a lot of, you know, promising kids with a, a bright future. And, you know, you've always got that spine that's got a gel. But I think that the Dolphins will win games this year, and I think the Ford pack, if they can lay a platform early... We can see some exciting football by some of these younger players in the NRL that, you know, as I mentioned, got such a bright future. You look at the Dolphins draw to start the year, and yeah, they've got the Roosters straight up, and that really show them exactly where they're at to start their, you know, history as a club. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. You could have done the easy approach and gave them, you know, last year's wooden spooners round one, but they've really, you know, going to test the Dolphins straight up. But after that, they've got the Raiders, Newcastle, Broncos, Dragons. So there's a mix of, I guess, quality opposition there with easier games. And, you know, I think that the Dolphins will be able to get a couple wins on the board to start their season in the first month, and then we'll see what happens in the future. So, you know, I think that it's it's, it's a hard thing to predict exactly how the Dolphins are going to go this year. But I think that, for one, it's going to be entertaining. I'm going to be looking forward to Wayne Bennett and how he you know, develops this team throughout the course of the year. And really, I think that they could definitely knock on the door for the top eight. I'm going to temper my expectations a little bit and, you know, have a little bit more realistic approach. And it would be great if they make the top eight. And, you know, it'd be such a wonderful thing for NRL to get another successful franchise in and to really grow the game towards the future. I think that will happen eventually. I think it might take a couple of years to get to that point. And I think Wayne Bennett and the staff there at the Dolphins fully understand that. But I think they're going to come 14th this year, around that 14th, 13th, 14th, 15th mark. I'm predicting on 14th. I think they will win games. You know, sure, that's you can say, well, they're coming fourth last off your prediction, Steve. But fourth last for a new franchise, it's not that bad of a, of a season. I think it's an accomplishment. Um, you know, if they win seven, eight, anything more than that's a, a remarkable opening season. But I think that to come into this world-class competition that we have in the NRL where only the best of the best play and, you know, be able to uh, respectfully win your amount of games and compete in this competition, I think that... I think that they've got the staff and the players to do that. So I've got the Dolphins coming 14th. That was my season prediction for the Dolphins in 2023. What do you guys think? Do you think they'll really struggle and, you know, take their time to really build up as a club and perhaps get the wooden spoon like some of the experts are predicting. Do you think they can make the eight? Do you think they can win the premiership? Let me know. Check out my oven season previews. They're all going to be dropping on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, 
wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast and follow Steve's NRL Free Tips on Facebook for all the latest notifications and updates for the future of the show. I'm going through the rest of these season previews. Check them out, as I mentioned. And Tuesday night, my round one prediction show will drop. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of content coming your way, and we're only five days away from the start of the 2023 season. I can't wait for it. All right, I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL Footy Tips.